Hello, Dave. Hello, Ian. Welcome, everyone, to Apex Adjacent. Uh, we have tricked yet another person into joining us. Uh, this person, uh, this has been a very long time coming. <laughs> yes, uh, so long. It is Adam, who is one half of the 1010s podcast, which is, I think, sort of our, really sort of our sister podcast. Like, we started right around the same time mm -hmm. and we've all we've kind of circled around each other for yes. however long we've been doing this nonsense yes. we've watched them get way more successful than we are uh, yeah. well <laughs> i, I yeah. genuinely have no clue how uh i think we do have a little bit better numbers and i don't know why or how um i guess it's just luck but uh I would, i've listened I to you guys i've been listening to you guys for like the better part of most of your show i think i i found you in the low 40s uh and i have a, a pretty good amount of podcast time that i uh, can devote and I always listen to you guys every Friday morning on my way to work. Oh, thanks, so, man. That's I have nice an hour. Man. I have an hour commute and I never miss a show. So, well, thank well, you. Well, hopefully at the end of this, whoever <laughs> listens to our show who doesn't listen to your show, I'm sure there's like one or two people. Um, we'll have a better idea of what your show is about. And I think we can get it. We can kind of kick that off right now. Okay. Adam, what, Right now, as you sit here, is the current ratio of working cars oh, to God. broken cars in your possession? Let me think here. How many do I own? While, I own while he's thinking, Ian, how one, many broken two, to working cars three, do you have? I have no broken cars. <laughs> and and right two now. working cars. Right now. I mean, it is snowing outside right now, so I might, by the time I wake up, I might have a broken car. I okay. Know. I have zero broken cars and two working cars. Adam? Yes. I have five total. <laughs> and uh as of literally this afternoon i'm down to one working one <laughs> what is the working one uh, -huh. uh it's a 2001 no 2002 i don't know it's that uh generation cavalier it's my super work beater yeah yeah it's literally my 600 beater with a heater mm -hmm. um, yep. it's a real pile of garbage but I have a very special place in my heart for Chevy Cavaliers. When I was in high school, I had a Lambo doored and body kitted Chevy Cavalier. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Lambo doors. Yeah, we're, we're going to Google oh. to look for Lambo Cavaliers. So uh, how, how, what job did you work? Um, to, yeah. to afford the Lambo kit, the Lambo door so, kit. And so, what uh, were you supposed to pay for with your job that you didn't? How did you get uh, away with selling cocaine as a 16-year-old? <laughs> I, I think that people radically overestimate uh, the cost of labor. So I didn't even pay that much for mine. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, what, so I was in high school like 2006-ish. I'm a few years younger than you guys. Uh, and so I have always been in cars. My family, like I was born into them. It's always been a thing in my family. Uh, my dad made a five-hour road trip to pick up an engine today. So like that's that's what we do, right? Okay. Okay. Um, and so I worked at a dealership, a local dealership in, in high school, a GM dealership. And... Um, so I was going through high school in like the height of the fast and the furious craze. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, I got my Cavalier. So <clears throat> the, the second one down there that you've got, Dave, the yellow one, uh -huh. same body, same body kit as I had. 
Okay. Okay. Mine, mine was black. Mine gotcha. was black. But okay. uh, um, I found a set. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That wing. Oh, my God. Scissor Doors Incorporated. So I found a set of the Lambo door hinges that were specific for the Cavalier Sunfire. They were direct bolt-ons uh, for like $400 on eBay. Oh. Okay. Um, and uh, obviously immediately pulled the trigger on that. Um, <laughs> no hesitation. <laughs> no, no, none at all. Uh, and I'm going to be completely honest with you. Without a doubt, no hesitation. The best car mod I ever made. <laughs> And I have talked more than one friend in the last year into buying their own to put them on their cars, which they race like so, full on race cars, like so not here, legal cars in any way. Lambo doors. So I have two things. So first of all, first thing, my my wife, when I first met her, had this generation Cavalier. And I okay. have to say, I hated that car. That's fine. However, you should, you should have. This vastly improves it. <laughs> it does. It does. So, it does. It yeah. shouldn't work, but it does. Uh huh. Here's here's what I so I've spent a lot of time thinking about Lambo doors, right? So uh, to me, uh, the only way that Lambo hinges work is if it's a car with a door frame or oh sorry a window frame, mm-hmm, right? right? They can't be like no uh, um, Subarus, two forty SXs, Subarus, my Audi TT. Those didn't have window frames, right? right. Uh, so it's got to have those, and it has to curve from top to bottom of door. So it has to have a a, a curve to it, okay. so that when they're up and you're looking at them from the front, the doors look like they're kind of coming up and over the car. That's when it's the most on point. Okay. Okay. All right. So, that's very Batman. Okay. I've spent way too much time thinking about this. like like this right here where yeah, they they're coming that, up and over at angle. Man, it's it's killer. So oh, okay. I've never I've never spent time with anybody who was like a Lambo door evangelist I'm, right. oh i sympathizer. like that okay uh-huh i like that yeah and because i've always heard that they were just like they're they're very heavy and they're gonna make it so your car leaks um, so uh the ones i had they would swing open a ways to clear like the door pin mm-hmm. right and then they would swing up and it was actually adjustable as to how far open you could make them you could actually open them up as far as uh factory almost obviously i had them adjusted just far enough that they would clear and then you had to lift them up um and it took me many hours to get them adjusted to the point where they worked okay ish Uh okay (laughs) and i remember specifically in high school like you know it was it was kind of a cool car at the time uh the way i had done it up uh I had a, a pretty big, I was huge into stereo stuff. So I had a pretty decent sized stereo in it. Yeah. Uh, nice wheels, the body kit, it was well fitted. It was actually painted, which is a very rare thing in the body kit world, right. especially in the, uh, in the mid two thousands. Um, and so like, you know, I was, it was my chick magnet, if you will, I guess. Podcast listeners, okay. please note he's doing air quotes, heavy air quotes, <laughs> chick magnet, right? But whenever Lam- a girl Lambo would air quotes. Right. Whenever a girl would ride with me, I would always uh, open and close the door for her. Right. Well, that's oh, just you know, chivalry. She's, she's he's such a gentleman. Like, no, I just don't want you to hurt my car. <laughs> and it's really easy to do. And like, even most of my friends, I'll, the you know, my male friends, I'll do the same thing for. But it's fine. You can think that you're that I'm doing this for you. It's fine. So, um, if you rode with me a lot, I would train you. 
on how to open and close them. Uh, but otherwise, I just did it myself. That's what I've always said doors were lacking as a training program. <laughs> and that's what well, I always wanted as a passenger to feel like I was held hostage. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember who told me. Opening was easy. Opening was pretty easy. It was closing that was the trick. But I don't remember who told me or where I heard this from. But uh, um <clears throat> If a car is truly fun, it takes at least 15 minutes to explain to somebody how to operate and drive it. Um, and pretty much every car I've ever owned really fits into that really well. Uh, Ian's R32 problems pale in comparison to some of the things I deal with on a very regular basis. So, so, so I don't doubt it. So give it, give us the, the, the fleet, give us the other four cars that are not running right now. Before, okay, before so, you do that, I just want to, I just, one last thought on the Cavalier because yes, please, because the thing that when you were describing the dark, dark days of the Bush administration, just then yeah. I was just thinking of like the automotive equivalent of, you know, when you would go see your, uh, you would go see your grandparents and they would say something, let's be honest, racist. And, and your parents as would be like, do. and you would, your reflex as a, someone of our generation would be to try to correct them. Right. And your parents would be like, they're from a different time. <laughs> right. I feel like you showing your grandkids a picture of this with the stereo, there's going to have to be like your son or whatever is going to have to be like, he's from a different <laughs> Well, things they didn't know better back then. There was a man named Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> you say that, but there it's coming back, man. So like, uh, so I'm, I'm pretty actively involved with a group called grid life. Um, right. and like, I have lots of friends who run it. I'm pretty good friends with the people that run the events themselves. Uh, this year I'll probably be at every single one of them. Uh, years past, I make it to most of them. Um, and underglow's coming back. Yeah, I've seen it's, that. Yeah, it's yeah. cool again. There's lots of grid life, like the most serious competition race cars you've ever seen in your life. The like, you know, '90s shitbox Civics that have a hundred thousand dollars worth of like legitimately on in development and parts and time put into making these cars as fast as they can be, and then they've got underglow on them or Lambo doors on them or whatever. Like this is the people I hang out with. Right. And so this is, it's coming back. And so you can say what you want, but it's coming back and I couldn't be more excited. <laughs> Lambo doors, the, the Jinko jeans of the car world. <laughs> uh, I get probably like at least once a month, I'll get someone who will send me, uh, a Facebook or Craigslist ad for Cavalier Sunfire Lambo doors because everybody wants them to return on my daily. Which, sure. uh, if my daily was even kind of in good shape, I would more seriously entertain the idea. But it's it's a real hunk of junk. So okay, well, but it like is the Dave, only one running. So knock on wood. Well, like Dave was was saying, we we should probably go through the rest of the fleet because you okay. have at least one in so, particular that's pretty awesome. Bear in mind, I I do have a significant other uh, and a, a five-year-old. 
Right. Uh, so we do have to have some level of normalcy in our lives. Uh, try as I might not to. So we have uh, what just returned to me on a tr- on a tow truck not five minutes ago. Uh, a 98 Chevy Blazer. Okay. Um, okay. Because apparently I love that generation of GM product. Is it the two door or four? It's the four door. Okay. Um, All right. Uh. Two, the four-door, four-wheel drive, 4.3 liter. Uh, it has the most insane option list of any vehicle I've ever owned. And um, we talked about this on on my podcast, like, I don't know, three years ago probably. But, uh, like, inflation-adjusted price for that vehicle is like $48,000. <laughs> <laughs> for the okay. one I have. Okay. Um, okay. Because it's it's full leather, heated seats, oh. uh, fancy sound system, power seats, everything. For a 98, anything, that's reasonably uh, impressive. But for a, a GM product, that's a real step above the rest. So yeah. um, as much as I hate most of things. it still works, which is, I think, also impressive. Um, but yeah. I, I was, just, say, I was just gonna say as much as i like get like a twitch every time i see those big <laughs> stupid plastic buttons for the radio and shit from that yes. era yes. GM, like the like the blazers and the suburbans from that era the, the tahos the, yeah the range that you could get and especially the trucks yeah. of like from just bare bones you know go down the road and that's it to like optioning up uh, was really pretty crazy back then. Well, not to skip around too much, but I also have a 2000 or 2001 S10, just the truck version of the Blazer. I, I like um, that you don't even know the years of these. Yeah. Well, uh, so they, they span a range, so it doesn't really matter. You know, like it could be anywhere between 98 and 2004, and it looks exactly the same. Well, yeah. Uh, but... So mine's the extreme with an X, no E. Oh, yeah. I remember oh, yeah. those. Yeah. <laughs> I used to work with someone who had one of those. So it's got the body kit on it. Uh, it's yeah. lower two inches. It's two inches lower than Here's uh, a, stock, a one. stock one. Yeah. yeah. So mine looks, mine looks exactly like that. Uh, except mine's white and I don't have the step side, but mine is bone stock from the outside factory wheels and everything. Okay. Um, but that one, so it's cloth seats, uh, power, nothing. It doesn't even have a tilt steering column in it. Mm. Um, it's just is what it is, you know, in, uh, there's no like rear defrost. There's no, um, there's no nothing on it. You know, it's, it's, as bare bones as it can possibly be with the exception of the, of the extreme package. Um, and what's wrong with this one? There's a hole in. <laughs> there's, there's a, a hole. hole. In the, there's a very large viewing window on the side of the block because it may or may not have a turbo hanging off the side. <laughs> of it. <laughs> and so you experienced detonation. The bad kind. Um, no. So, gosh, this is a story. So I bought it. <laughs> I bought it as a project with the motor in the bed, right? Okay. Uh, it had already been turboed. The previous owner of it had turboed it. It's a kit. It's a, it's a, I don't remember who makes it. It doesn't matter. Um, somebody makes a kit and it's bolt in. It's a very bolt in affair. It's really a brilliant piece of, of design uh, as far as like bolt in turbo systems are concerned. Um, it's the 2.2 liter, not oh, okay. the six. It's, it's the four cylinder, not the six gotcha. cylinder. Um, 
and so it's it's kind of it's kind of a brilliant little piece um but uh he had we found out um when i started digging into what he had he had a fuel injector clog and burned a hole through through like piston or cylinder two or something like that um and so he started tearing it down to rebuild it and then lost interest in the project and i bought it in uh in a pile of parts um and as cheaply as possible to try to put it back together so rather than having it go to a machine shop and be like bored out 20 or 40 over and putting new pistons in it i just ran a ball hone through each cylinder and uh threw stock sized pistons back in it and it was very loose to say the least and when it went into boost it would blow oil out of everything because i think (laughs) i had a i had a ton of blow by <laughs> yeah. That's not so good. I was basically pressurizing the crankcase. Yeah. Yeah. Was it fast? Uh, I wouldn't use that word. Right. Because you. I mean, that's just losing power when you're doing that. Well, right? so it only it only ever made like nine psi, so it wasn't like a huge thing. Gotcha. Um, it was a, a totally factory tune. Uh, it used what's called a rising rate fuel pressure regulator to increase fuel pressure. And then the truck itself uses uh, what's called MAP sensors for mm-hmm. air fuel ratio. So, um, it, so it, it, the computer can adjust for that extra air by itself pretty well as long as you don't get above the like 14 pound area the one bar area um it handles that pretty well already so it never i mean i'm certain that there was a lot of power that was available if i uh if i would have had it tuned but it never you know it it wasn't necessary um and so i never did that because i was working on an extreme budget here a very very small one um, cause I'm an idiot <laughs> and I could have just put it back together and left the turbo kit off of it. But I, my dad suggested that many times over when we were rebuilding it together and, uh, I steadfastly said no and, uh, could not allow him to be right on that. And when it goes back together, it will absolutely still be there, but I'm going <laughs> to do it a, a little bit more correctly this time. Okay. So, okay. So, but Yeah. We skipped. Why isn't the blazer running? Uh, so, did you turbo I, that as well? <laughs> no, actually, that's as that's as stock as I can keep it, right? Because um, it's my wife's daily driver. Okay, um, and so she needs something to just like get my kid to school, right? And not and be trouble free. Uh, that hasn't worked out for me well, but that's the theory. So I was coming, I, I was in Bowling Green, Kentucky this weekend uh, mm-hmm. at the National Corvette Museum and the racetrack that's attached to it. Um, and I was coming home today with my friends uh, and she calls me and she says, hey, uh, all the gauges are just laying at the bottom. Like they're just, they're just flopped to zero, all the gauges. And I was oh, like, car okay, got sleepy. Well, yeah. I was like, cool. <laughs> well, is it doing it? Like, no, it seems to be running fine. Like, well. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> Hammer she, down. She, she went and stayed with her dad uh, this weekend because that's usually what she does. She'll go stay with a family member when I'm out of town. Uh, so <laughs> she stayed with her dad this weekend. She was headed home. Uh, she got like another 10 miles down the road after she had called me the first time. She calls me back. She goes, yeah, it started sputtering real bad. I pulled off on an exit. I made it to the top of the exit and it died. Okay. And now it doesn't even like... Uh, 
when I hit the key, it just clicks. Nothing's happening. Sweet. The alternator died on it. Mm-hmm. That's easy. I've put an alternator on it already once before. They're really not that hard to put on. Sure. Um, it's the same alternator that's on my S10 and my Cavalier because GM is great like that. Uh, so I just, uh, we were like five minutes away from where my car was left for the weekend when she called me the second time. So I hopped in my car. She's like an hour and a half away from me. Stopped halfway at my house to get tools and bought an alternator at the parts store and flew up there, swapped the alternator. I like literally took me 10 minutes to put an alternator on it. It's super easy. Uh, that didn't fix it. Oh, oh no. no. Okay. So it's 65. It was 65 miles away from my house. Um, and my, so I, I use state farm for my insurance and they have some sort of roadside assistance package. Uh, they struggled for a while to find somebody who was willing to drive it all the way to my house. And they're like, are you sure you don't want to just drop it off at a shop? Like, no, I'm not even convinced I'm going <laughs> to fix this thing at this point. Let's just, I need it back at my house. So they finally found someone and he dropped it off. Uh, just right before we started here. So uh, it's got a brand new alternator in it. That didn't fix it. So I, I've got a few other options, but I didn't have any of the tools to troubleshoot it at the top of an exit in the middle of nowhere. Right. So. right. Yeah, I'm no. sure you didn't feel like pulling a fuel pump like right in the middle of that. Yeah. No, I, I know it's charging system related. Um, and the charge the charging system on that truck is, is very, very simple. Um, I just got it dive into it and make sure that you know that the truck is telling the voltage regulator to work and that things like that and then the last time i put an alternator on it the first alternator i got from the parts store was doa Uh and so i don't even maybe i have the same situation this time around too i don't know so we'll just see what happens i don't have good lucks with i do not have good luck with uh new alternators i have an old guy who's like i think 99 years old and uh he owns an automotive electronics shop and he just rebuilds alternators and starters and stuff like that oh nice and and like that's the guy i should take it to but i don't have time for that because i it could be it could be two days it could be two months you just don't know with him right Right. and so uh i'm just gonna keep throwing alternators in it until it fixes it i guess but (laughs) i don't know now you know i don't want to Try, but okay. Please, um, talk us through um, your automotive decisions leaving your wife stranded at the top of an exit ramp for two hours. No, I didn't. Uh, we took so I my Cavalier was filled with <sighs> my Cavalier was filled with spare parts for my Cavalier. <laughs> as one does and so i took all of those things out and put them in the back of the blazer to make room for our two dogs our five-year-old and uh all of the stuff that they were uh traveling with in the blazer moved them into the cavalier and then brought them all home and just left the blazer there with the keys in it because i mean if someone stole it they'd be doing me a favor (laughs) you know and so it'd be their problem yeah i just left the keys in it and uh, the guy brought it home to me. And eventually. no and no luck. It came home anyway. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. Sorry. You know, I don't pull keys out of it at night, and it's there every morning. You so. got a Harry and the Hendersons, that thing. You get. <laughs> you get. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're planning on buying. I had a minivan for a while. Uh, she, <laughs> she blew that up, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a deal. So. And then at the time that that minivan blew up, uh, the blazer was 
<laughs> also broken in my driveway. <laughs> so we put a transmission in that and I threw away the van and she's been driving that for the last like year and a half. Okay. And uh, I think it's time to buy another minivan because minivans are the best. Yes, they are. They are. They're great. They yeah. are fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to buy another 200,000 mile minivan and it's, <laughs> it's going to be great. Get the, uh, what was like the, uh, <laughs> Pontiac what, silhouette is that no is so it? this time I'm, I'm gonna be smart about this right I'm uh-huh. gonna buy it's, uh-huh. it's either gonna be an, a Honda Odyssey or oh, a Toyota right. Sienna mm-hmm. yeah I mean yeah. it's One the, the default two. choice yeah I have a $5,000 budget and I'm gonna buy the best one that $5,000 will buy me Oh, check this out. Based on my recent search activity, Honda Odyssey Turbo Kit Uh, came up on Google. (laughs) Thank you, Google. (laughs) So most of my friends know that this is my plan right now. Because I had already planned this before the the Blazer failed me today, uh, buying this vehicle. We just haven't haven't had time to find the right one yet. Sure. Um, It hadn't been the priority. But uh, now it is. But about (laughs) like a couple weeks ago... One popped up semi-locally to me on Facebook Marketplace, uh, an older Odyssey. He wanted like, I think he wanted $2,200 for it. Oh. Uh, so well within the budget um, that he had custom modified some coilovers and put them on it and then like found some sort of strange JDM <clears throat> uh, lip kit and like just slammed the thing into the ground and i was super into it yeah she was less so well yeah i mean yeah but generally i've seen a slammed one in person they look good they look oh i love it i love i think i think a slammed minivan would be great now hear me hear me out here's another possibility (laughs) that i think would also look really good on a set of coilovers even if it's not like hard parked um Mazda 5. What about Mazda 5? Yep. I was trying to get so, you to get one, Ian. Yeah, because yeah. you can get it with a stick, too. Her, well, she doesn't know how to drive a stick, and I, as much as I want to <laughs> teach her, I want her to learn, I'm not the one who's going to teach her. Because Sometimes I, that's best kept to a I, third party in a relationship. Yes. 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 I want to keep this as a happy relationship. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a not child, like and I'd knocking like to try on and anyone. stay together as long as I can. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. no. But she really. Do those have sliding doors? Yes. Yeah. Oh, she yes. Does. Yeah. Yeah. And guess and, what? And they're a little smaller. You know. Yeah. Like, get that in the five thousand dollar range. Oh I'm yeah. I'm sure. sure. The thing is, we really want. We're going to Craigslist. We. <laughs> we really want a seven passenger option because uh, not that I have that many people, <clears throat> but she has friends somehow. I don't know how, uh, and they like to go and do things together. And huh. it would be nice if one of us had a vehicle large enough that we could do them in one vehicle. Mm. And, yeah, and that, I, that although not, I don't know it should seven. be, I don't, yeah. I don't think it should be me that has the bigger vehicle for the group. Cause clearly I make poor decisions, but I, let me, let me uh, counterpoint that really quick because uh-huh. then tow rig <laughs> also I, that was why i bought the blazer originally was because i was gonna put a dolly on the back of it and uh-huh. tow the race car um oh i forgot i own a sixth vehicle of sorts <laughs> that is now the tow rig you have cars like i have chapstick like <laughs> that look one at, has look, a, look at this one though come, it hasn't come to me yet yeah so. here's here we go look oh, at this this see? is even a stick Look, uh, it says here, um, 
has a new clutch, uh, had a friend drive it for me, just bought it for my family, but don't know how to drive stick and I don't want to learn. <laughs> but 3,000 American dollars, look at that. See, I think I make bad decisions, but at least I know how to drive the cars I buy. Right. Jesus. Let's do a Mazda Speed 3 transplant into one of these things and then just you know i was gonna say like maybe not maybe it's not the vehicle for her but it could certainly be the vehicle for me does that actually seat seven no this wouldn't this wouldn't be the worst daily driver for me it seats seven oh yeah it's got a third row it's got a third i mean that's two so maybe more like it's seats six six. yeah that's that's good enough yeah it's probably good at at grid life you could turn this into a little camper Six is a party, seven's too many. I agree. Well, I agree. see, I don't I don't need a little camper because of the sixth vehicle I forgot I owned. It is an RV. So <laughs> How do, well, I'm sorry. You forgot you, you owned forgot an RV? You, are you well, part, so are haven't... you part owner? Do you have an RV? I mean, I know Lance no, no, in Iowa, but I'm, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I'm full owner, but I haven't brought it home yet why so uh did is this a cash purchase that you made so it wouldn't show up on the it was, account it was a hundred dollar purchase yes uh but no i purchased it from my stepfather-in-law oh. and in the back okay. for a while um and he just wanted the hundred dollars worth of wood flooring he had purchased to put in it back out of it uh it's not put in it it's just in it like in boxes still right <laughs> wow as one does i believe it is a 79 Ford of some kind. Okay. It's carbureted. Uh, it's carbureted, which is, is going to be a problem. Yep. That's, this that's is, it. This is it, isn't it? It's one of those that like you, uh, it's on a van chassis. Yeah. Uh, yep. It's one of those that you sleep over. Like it's got a bed over the cab yep. and everything like that. Uh, it's got a generator on it. The generator runs. Oh, okay. Uh, we're pretty sure the air conditioner works. We're not sure the state of the, uh, plumbing or the fridge, which I don't really care about because yeah. it's only going to racetracks, which have their own plumbing. Uh, worst case, we just don't use the bathroom in it. Yeah. The rule is nobody poops in the RV, right? Right. And, and how many different colors bus. of brown is yours? There's not enough, frankly. Uh, also, it's um, mine's also, I think the stripe is, is that 70s orange. Yes. Oh even better um and then he for some reason wanted to pull out the shag and put wood flooring in there i feel that i don't i won't be doing that no, no you want uh, 50 needs, years of whatever dead skin cells and whatever it needs else to be cleaning, but if i can save it i'm going to yeah no you need weed shake from the 70s riding around in that car with absolutely. you <laughs> absolutely it's a good environment for my five-year-old to play at hot wheels with yeah, uh-huh absolutely. yeah yeah no that's not a good and plenty you found on the floor it's a quaalude <laughs> <laughs> i think that's how you keep up his immune system right that's that's what they say you're yeah, supposed to yeah. let your kids play in the dirt a little bit right? uh-huh. yeah be fine it's science oh. What's okay. The worst that can happen? All right. So we have we have your your Sunfire Cavalier. You know your yes, Cavalier. Yes, right? my Cavalier. You have your Blazer. The you Blazer. Have, you have the your ex- Extreme it's Truck. Extreme. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, and then you got the uh, RV. I'm gonna save the and best. I just want to point out we've gone through four vehicles, no exact year <laughs> for any of them yet. Okay. Go ahead. The next one is a 2005 Ford Focus. Oh, okay. okay. A, a very which, practical vehicle. Why is that was, not running? It was Katie's daily. 
sure for a long time uh and then we were down to one car and she doesn't work so it was my daily for a while and one day gosh this was probably like three years ago i should get rid of this uh (laughs) there's a reason why there's a (laughs) there's a reason why it's in my driveway we'll get there uh a few years ago i was driving home and it was like legit negative 30 here okay yeah so it was a good day for a car failure and i had one i was just driving down the road minding my own business and all of a sudden the engine just killed okay just off and i coasted to a stop then it like it would turn over but it never fired again um turns out that i think one of the cams had broke or something silly i don't remember and uh it's an interference motor so it's it's it was done so um and then i sold that to my aforementioned stepfather-in-law for a hundred dollars and so, he put a he put a motor in it okay <laughs> you yeah. guys are just passing the same hundred dollars around and just no, no, because then i then i bought it back from him for five hundred dollars after he put the motor in it you're bad I, at money laundering and i drove <laughs> i drove it for one day uh-huh. and then the transmission shit out on me oh no and How did you not light it on fire? And so it's sitting in my driveway. And the reason that it hasn't left my possession is because when, uh, so when it was paid off, the bank sent the title to my mother-in-law. And oh, between boy. the time that that happened and today, she got married and moved in with her new new husband. And no one knows where the title is. I don't. It's not Adam, hard, to, but your life is like hard. a logistical nightmare. <laughs> it's it not is. hard to get a title. I just haven't done it yet. But there there's is like a, red yarn everywhere <laughs> on these car stories. This is like a Charlie, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. There's, there's a Focus, a Jinko Jeans, and a Chevy Extreme, yeah, yeah. and Vin Diesel. There is a piece of paper on my kitchen table right now that's half filled out uh, that is the title like recovery form or whatever to, to get the replacement. Sure. And uh, I'm so <clears throat> the the transmission just won't go into overdrive. So okay. as long as you drive it in town, it's fine. And uh, it does start. And so I'm going to call my insurance agency tomorrow and put insurance back on it so my girlfriend can take my kid to school. <laughs> Until I fix the blazer. Because that seems like a good idea in my head. Okay. Okay. (laughs) When you show up at the DMV, does everyone just like not it? Claxons are going off. He's here, Uh, guys. When I was. We're all on break. We're all uh, on break. (laughs) When I was in high school, um, I my dad could like buy a car and hand me the title and send me to the DMV in the, in the County that we lived in. And I would just walk in there and be like, Hey, Sharon. And she'd be <laughs> like, Oh, what'd your dad buy this time? Like, here's the title for it. And she would just give me the registration and, and I <laughs> would pay amazing. for it with a check that he gave me. And then I would take it back home because that was, that's the automotive equivalent of like sending the kid in like the 50s to go get cigarettes from the corner shop right yeah but i went and got license plates for the new car (laughs) so that's five out of six yes which is funny because we added one in there um (laughs) and so i saved the best for last it's also not running (laughs) i own all the parts to fix it i just haven't taken the time uh so the last one is my fun car um 
Uh-huh. It is a it is a 1984 uh, Dodge Omni. Uh huh. GLH. I was gonna say there's very important letters at the end of that. And yes, why, it's a GLH. why is that? Why? What's the GLH? Give us the so, give us the deal. So this is funny. This is the first year of GLH. So it is not the turboed one. Okay. Oh, interesting. Uh, didn't that didn't that. come out until '86. Where you got the turbo version, and then um, also the GLH, which was the GLHT, and then there's also the GLHS, which was the Shelby Special Editions. Gotcha. Okay. So the first two years that they made the GLH was, uh, it was a hopped up version of the naturally aspirated motor in the base model. Okay. And it did not have like the the body kit, if you will package okay. around uh around it um so it looks with the exception of the uh, sticker package on the back um it looks the same as a base model uh so mine originally made 110 horse at the crank and uh it was i mean it was a it was an interesting car but it wasn't quite as wild as um as the turbo cars that everybody's more familiar with sure Okay. So, and then, uh, and then mine basically, since like, if I understand this correctly, uh, the previous, I'm second owner, the previous owner, uh, very tragically is not with us anymore. Uh, okay. Um, uh, and so I bought it from his family. Okay. Um, and so I've kind of pieced together some of the history through, cause it's a very, very, like locally famous autocross car oh, okay, um, and even somewhat nationally famous, um, which is strange. And uh, so I've kind of pieced together the story. I believe that it has been a full-time, not street driven race car uh, since like 1990 or so. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's my car right there. That picture. So um, it's caged. Okay. Uh, it's it's pretty hopped up. It instead of making 110 horse at the crank, it makes 115 horse at the wheels and 135 foot pounds of torque. Okay, um, which is pretty impressive because the class it was built for, you're not allowed to like it's the factory cam, it's the factory displacement, it's roughly the factory compression. So there's not a lot you can change. Intake and exhaust are wide open. Um, so those things have obviously been changed. It's got a pair of downdraft Weber carburetors on it, um, which strangely enough have been the single most reliable thing about that car. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so it's kind of a riot. It's uh, the race wheel entire package is a 13 by 10 uh with ho- <laughs> with hoosiers okay. okay uh so they're pretty oh, wow. sticky you've got a i'm sorry uh, people who are listening to audio only won't be able to see this but your your inside rear tire is off the ground here so it does uh, the, it will the it will there. dramatically pick up the inside back tire um okay. that's not even in that picture it's not even that high and i'm guessing that's um, it's like a solid it's a stick rear axle, uh, yeah. McPherson strut stick rear axle. So it's it's a pretty basic suspension setup, um, which is kind of a bum deal. It's very uh, Mark One Golf esque. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, like to the point where even though I own one, that's hilarious that the picture of my car is on this random website on Supercars Gallery. 
That is hilarious. Your, your little hatchback adorable Omni. I'm so confused by that. Uh-huh. But okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it was like if, if you, if I see a golf from a distance, I'm not sure if it's a golf or an Omni until I get closer. That's sure. how similar they are. Yeah. Uh, the, the biggest defining feature, uh, which is not foolproof, is that there are no two door Omnis. Okay. So if you see a two door, it is a golf. If you see a four door, could be either. Okay. Okay. So um, I bought this car. Gosh, it's been almost 10 years now. Man, I'm getting old. <laughs> it happens. Uh, but, Life comes uh, at you fast, Adam. Oh, man, that pause, that pause was emotions and thought and introspection that Adam well, just went through. Unfortunately, it's welcome been to our show. For almost half of that. So, um, so what's it wrong with for, it? So it's got a distribute. <laughs> I feel like we the title right? of this episode just needs to be "World Weary Sigh." Yeah, sorry. <laughs> But it's you came on our podcast with yeah, five no, you're out of right. six broken I, cars. Well, so the amount of shit I get from my listeners uh, is never ending. So, well, um, this I'm is pretty a safe used place. To We're going to lightly rid yeah, you. Yeah, I'm, I'm very it. used to it. Okay. Okay. But as it's still got a distributor set up in it. It's old enough that that's still a thing, right? Sure. It's not like coil packs coil and, packs, and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and it's been upgraded, so it has... Um, a more modern electronic uh, parts inside of it uh, made by a company called Mallory. It's called a Unilite. Um, and instead of being like physical electrical contact points that, it, that tells it to spark as the, as the distributor spinning, it's literally an led and a, a sensor and then a, a wheel spinning inside of that. And oh, every okay. time there's an opening, it'll tell it to fire. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and that little piece of equipment, even though it's a very popular thing in the hot rodding world, and um, they've probably sold you know hundreds of thousands, if not millions of them, have been nothing but problematic for me. Uh, and so, my kid was born. He's five. He turned five years old like a month ago. Uh, my kid was born, and it ran for like the first year that he was around, and then. Um, we lost most of our local autocross uh, venues. So we were down to only having like one venue and it is a local amusement park. Okay. Uh, parking lot. And so we can only have it like the first and last events of the year. And um, those are usually the events I didn't run that car at anyway, cause it's carbureted and I have Hoosiers and it was always cold cause I live in hell. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, it never, it was just never the priority to fix it. Gotcha. It was, you know, it was, it's literally like $200 worth of parts, but it was just never the priority to fix it because, um, it, I just, I didn't have anything to do with it. And, you know, so I just decided to more focus on trying to be a, a parent and stuff like that for a while. Um, I have the parts now in my possession. We've picked up a few more autocross uh, locations and I've kind of transitioned to being more of uh, wanting to do the track stuff. Although I don't think this is the right car for it because uh, it's got tiny little brakes on it because they clear 13s. Right. So, um, but it probably will see. Nothing, right? I mean, so it's a full interior car um, because that's what the class requires. Oh, okay. Uh, 
but so this car was built to be the very tippy like the very pointy end of the class that it is built for at the time that it was built in the early 90s and i think that the previous owner managed to get two uh scca solo national championships with it which is a huge deal that is yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's like it's a super fast car, and there's a ton of really trick bits in there, and there's a ton of crazy things. Like so, it required the requirement is that the carpet is in there. So he pulled the carpet out, cut all of the sound deadening off the underside of the carpet, <laughs> right. put it back in there because that weighed three pounds, and he was trying to shave that out. So with me in it, and I weigh like one seventy ish. Um, I haven't stepped on a scale recently, but ish. don't I don't I don't recommend it. I don't recommend it. No, COVID hasn't been nice. In, co- in so, COVID times, the ish is a lot bigger. It's a, yep. it's a heavy. Yeah, we all get a, a pass ish. for like the next two years. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. We'll stop so, eating carbs someday. <laughs> I'm never gonna stop eating carbs. But uh, um, with me in it a few years ago, back when it still ran, uh, uh, it was like twenty four seventy or something like that. Wow! With, oh, wow. with the cage. With the cage in it uh, and a half tank of gas, so wow, the cage is more of like a structural strengthening, sure, uh, keep the body from folding in on itself cage than it is a, a safety cage. It does have door bars, but I don't think that it would pass any form of uh, like real wheel to wheel competition um, tech. Right. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Okay. So, okay, yeah, that's not what it's for. So, that's super uh, cool though. Yeah, that's it's, an it's awesome the craziest little car. Little car. Um, I have embarrassed many, many, many a car with that. You know, um, it punches way above its weight level. Yeah, uh, you can basically just put your foot to the floor and toss it into corners, and somehow it will come back out of it. Uh, it's surprisingly oversteery. Um, it's set up so okay. that uh, as like as you throw it into a corner and you lift, the back end will just come right around, and then you hammer on it again, and it straightens out, and off you go again. It's a really nice thing about having uh, a well set up front wheel drive car is that you can do that sort of stuff with it. And it works really well. It took me a really long time to get good at it. Right. But once you figure it out, it's incredibly fun to drive. It's a super fast, surprisingly silly car. Um, and like Ian pointed out, that back tire will almost always be off the ground if it's turning, That's so uh, cool. the inside one. So it, I mean, there's, I, I'm pretty sure you can roll a soccer ball under it at full lift. So, um, it's pretty, it's pretty ridiculous. That's, That's fantastic. Awesome. I, I love it. I love it. I love the color. Yeah. It's like light beige brown. It's yeah. perfect it, with those meaty meats. It just looks so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's hilarious. Well, and there's, there's one other detail about it. And Dave, you go into the Dave don't look folder. Oh sure, sure. And go to uh, uh, plate the the what's called plate one we can see the back of the car oh okay all right so so i have a i have a propensity for for customized license plates i think they're fantastic uh i will absolutely agree with you guys that people abuse their ability to get them there's no doubt about that true but i love them and so my fun cars have always had them okay Uh, this and the and this uh being no different so there it is You, you tell me this says go like hell Yes. So GLH stands for go like hell, right? And then the S, if you have the Shelby, is supposed to be goes like hell some more. Okay. Okay. Which I, I don't I don't know. It's kind of dumb, but Almost I love the license plate. Uh-huh. I think it's hilarious. 
I like I, it. It's on I brand. I like it now that you've explained it to me, but as we've established on this show, I have like brain worms and uh, I did not. I was like, go lickle. <laughs> You're thinking like Adam, go some lick, kind of weird go goth. Lick. <laughs> go lick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Ian, going into the DMV and like asking for a license plate. That's okay. So I don't know. You guys probably have never gone through this uh, in your nope. life, but they Walk you have to explain it. to them. You have right. to explain to them what it means, right. which I have some questions for some people. Because like there's a kid yep. in Des Moines with an Evo that says please PLZ B just the letter B one eight please oh B. oh no oh oh wait, I, wait. please yes, be eighteen Dave. yes Dave oh yes. God oh no yeah there was oh yes there was one that we saw a, or i sent the the camaro to you guys yes that was and, also incredibly inappropriate oh god gross man people but are disgusting how do you, what did he put to explain that exactly it, and, oh and yeah how are they like yeah sure you know because they do censor those to some extent yeah and so yeah. like i was really worried i was like this says hell on it you know i don't know how picky they are right uh, she just laughed at it and was like oh this is funny and sent it through um and so it wasn't a big deal but uh that it's always been that the previous owner had that same plate yeah hmm. that's that's the there's camera. the oh. i in 18 i in 18 i can't yeah. come up what did with you explain that's not terrible right right yeah yeah right did they just like say like sports on it or something like like it's someone's number or something yeah i don't know i don't know okay but yeah. go like hell okay so you yeah, you explained so, it so i just told her you know uh the car is a glh glh stands for go like hell that's the license plate and she just kind of giggled at me and it sent it through so that was okay. no big deal thankfully. okay but uh yeah i i like them when they're used uh well used right. properly you know well then well then we need to talk about the second one because i i think I, that I, you may understand it better now that uh, i've explained my fleet the second one okay so the second you, plate i think ian's studying it and trying to figure it out it, it's it's for your extreme truck okay <laughs> it's for the s10 yes oh it's for the s10 oh yeah. yes it's, for, it's on the s10 uh Iowa requires front license plates, so that's that's the front side of it. Yeah, W A A P S H. So it's turbo noises. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I thought it was clever. I I I agree. I I put I put the loudest blow off valve that I could on it. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Because I mean, when in Rome. Yeah. Turbo noises are the best. Yeah, I would rather have a fat a, a a better sounding car than a faster car. Sometimes, you know. I do, well, and the, I do like that your priority was the loudest um, blow off valve, and you introduced the car by saying that there was a huge hole through the block. <laughs> like, uh-huh. So the turbo is mounted like two inches behind the front grill, right? It's like right there, and so it oh, makes cool. a ton of turbo noise. Nice. It's mounted in front of the motor, so it's literally grill radiator turbo nice nice okay um, yeah we don't it, want it like something 400 degrees right next to our radiator uh-huh well it, <laughs> believe it or not temperature was never the issue with it. uh 
It, okay. There is a reason it never made it on to track, sure. but because uh, I just don't feel like it would survive right the way right. it was built. Yeah. But you know, it's so here here's what I think we should challenge ourselves with is so you've you've told us about your 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 six car fleet. Yes. Oh God. Oh God. Dave, it, give me give me your best strategy for boiling these ingredients down, reducing it uh-huh. into a really good sauce. Okay. You know, we've got all the we've got all the ingredients loosey goosey, and then we're gonna reduce it down to like a solid two or three car fleet. Okay. What parts would you borrow from what things to make an actual functional thing for a, a family man uh, with with bad decision making? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, Ian. I'm really glad you both came to me with this. Uh, so in this line of work, you know, I have to I have to. Dave's, Dave's known for his family man lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, so. I I do have to preface that there are going to be some tough decisions made. All right. There are going to be some casualties. All right. Okay. First, are we FMKing my entire fleet at this point? Is that what's about to happen? I'm, basically? I'm saying I'm 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 going with like I mean my ideas are really bad, so I want to hear Dave's <laughs> But basically I think there there are the pieces, there are the elements here of a good yes. solid fleet. Yes. And when I you just, guys are done, I, I do have a, a terrible fleet plan that okay. I can go over okay. with you. So okay. we'll see how, how close, close we you get. get to, we'll see how close you get to what I would really like to do with the current fleet. Okay. First of all, you have to keep the Dodge Omni period. There's yeah. That's not going anywhere. Non-negotiable, right? Yes. Yep. That is, that is preserved, right? Until that thing dies from rust, you keep it, right? Most of them already have. Uh, okay. Thankfully, mine's never seen a real winter, and it only has, I think, like forty-four thousand miles on it, okay. or something like that. Okay, perfect. So, right? Yeah, it's, it's seal, one of the lower mileage ones. Seal that in ember. You know, break the glass and get it out whenever you can. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm thinking. I mean, honestly, how expensive could it be to fix the blazer? Right? I think. I think you the, got. I think you got to fix the blazer for the time. The thing being. I struggle with is that how much is it worth versus how much is it costing me? But that's fine. D- don't think about how much it's worth. Think about how much you'd have to pay to get the equivalent features, right? How much you'd have to pay to get a whole heap of leather, some heated seats with something that easy to repair, right? That's true. And I mean, what it has been the blazer. It's the 4.3 liter, the V6. Yeah, the V6. It's literally, Chevy took a small block Chevy and lopped off the back two cylinders and made it a six cylinder. It's It might be the worst motor they ever made because it makes about the same amount of power as most four cylinders, but it gets V8 gas mileage. Right. Yeah. But it is stone dead reliable for the right. most part. Right. Right. So I, I, I'm thinking you got to cut your losses with the S10, you know? I hate to tell you, but I think you got it. I think you got to let go, right? I and okay. then I okay. think he, I think you got to sink. I think I can swing you, but that's fine. We'll let you finish. Also, get rid of the Ford Focus. What are we doing? Oh here? yeah, yeah, right? absolutely. Okay, that's that money you should be spending on vintage shag carpeting and wallpaper for the RV. Okay, <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So then, I honestly, I, I, I think RV, Omni, and the Blazer. Okay. You've left me without a good daily for myself because I need one for her and one for him. 
right? Uh, You're dailying the RV now. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, with my work schedule, that's not the worst idea you've ever had. Honestly. True. True. So, right. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah. If you have to get two dailies out of this, out of the ingredients you listed, I, I, I hate to tell you to keep a focus, but I mean, ugh. over the Cavalier. Automatic focus, manual Cavalier. Yeah. Do you ever drive your child in the Cavalier? Uh, today, today excluded? No. Yeah, I was going to say, because um, if, if it's a factor of whether or not the kid could be in, in a car like the Focus or the Cavalier, I'm picking the Focus. But Well, I mean, uh, you know, as Ian is famous for saying, it's not as hard as I am stubborn to put right. him in the back of that car. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, you, you guys, I've got this. Okay. Okay. Oh okay. All right. All right. So I I'm, like this. Don't ask a question you don't already know the answer to. Is that what you were hitting me with? Yeah. Uh huh. Um. So, unfortunately, I'm also getting rid of the Blazer. However, or I'm not the Blazer, the S10. However, I think you should keep the Turbo <laughs> and put it on the Blazer. Okay. 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 Um, and sure. you're going to sell the RV. So you're going to sell the RV and you're going to sell the S10. And that will finance fixing the Blazer and turbocharging the Blazer, which will then okay. become a daily slash tow rig for <laughs> the Omni. And then you will combine somehow... You will. I don't know. That doesn't work. You're an insane person. You're I'm gonna, just. You're gonna, well, you no, can I have, sell either. I, have, the focus. I, think I think you should sell insane. the. I think you, you just need wait. to sell the Cavalier. I think you need to sell the Cavalier, fix the Focus, and uh, and so you're selling the S10, the the RV, and the Cavalier, and together you will make the Blazer awesome. Maybe a junkyard LS instead. Whatever. That becomes your tow rig slash family car. And then you have the Focus and the Omni. Can you flip the Focus? Can you honestly turn a profit on that car? If you oh, fit, if you swap the transmission, I, those transmissions have to be so cheap at the yard. I mean, it's They're, more that I've put so much time into it that I don't even want to look at it anymore. Yeah. You got to score a transmission on like one of those $25 days, right? Yeah. I don't you know. Pull it it's, yard. It's annoyingly, like, it's actually kind of fun to drive. Yeah, they're not bad. Yeah. Um, it has, like, surprisingly good steering feel and stuff like that. Like, it's it's um, it's more fun, more engaging to drive than my, uh, excuse me, than my Cavalier. Yes. But it's automatic. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's a problem for me. Uh, for the longest time, I'd never owned an automatic vehicle. And only up until recently, that was, you know, that was never a thing for me. Right. Um, the Blazer was the first automatic vehicle I've ever purchased. And I, I bought that just a, a handful of years ago. So. so, so now that we're drastically wrong on what you should do, so I've, how I've about you tell us? Yeah, give it's, us the plan, man. It's probably no plan. more wrong than what you've stated or uh, no more right for sure. But so uh, Chevy's kind sometimes is kind of like Lego bricks, right? Right. So definitely. the, the engine that's in the S 10 
is the engine that's in the Cavalier. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. The turbo kit that is in the S10 does not fit in the Cavalier. So pull the motor out of the Cavalier. Oh, also, uh, fifth gear grinds real bad. Like, I, I can't put it in into fifth one? gear with, in the Cavalier. Okay. So the transmission is kind of on its way out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fine. Uh, I just it's pretend not. it's not a problem. It's not. It's, it's not fine. It is fine. So okay. I bought it from a mechanic friend of mine, and he told me that he had two transmissions and, and the the other one grinded into second and this one grinded into fifth. So it just seemed better that that was the one we used. <laughs> you can skip first to third. No, man, you use second way more than fifth. Right? Don't you drive so on the highway? A lot, but I found that <laughs> just wrap it that, in uh, fourth gear. <laughs> no, I found that if you, if you, uh, so like if I want to do 70, I accelerate to like 73. <laughs> yes. I love these the kinds of workarounds. In, yeah. You push the clutch in. And as the car is decelerating, you kind of just slowly float it in there and it'll usually pop in without too much noise. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's my method. Um, you are anyway, the synchro. Okay. So, <laughs> so I'm pulling the motor out of the Cavalier and I'm putting it in the S10. Obviously we're leaving the turbo kit. That's not going anywhere. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm putting that in the S10. I'm getting it running because genuinely my favorite daily I've ever owned of anything I've ever owned that S10. uh, I've had people off multiple people have offered me money and I'm like, there's literally, literally any other car in the driveway is for sale. That Mm -hmm. one's not going anywhere. If anybody listening hasn't experienced this, if you own a mini truck or you own like a smaller truck, it is inevitable that someone will straight up offer to buy it from you. Just a stranger walking up to you at a parking lot gas station i like i grew up i had two nissan mini trucks in a row right an 88 and a 94 i've had people offer me cash for them i don't know at least six or seven times it's just something that happens when you have small trucks uh my neighbor who i lived next to for like six years and had never said a word to when he realized that that s10 was not he's a car guy Uh, he's two or three houses down he's he's very much the like man i don't know if i should say this it's kind of mean he's very much the boomer car guy right sure sure and i get i i love those cars don't get me wrong um i spent my whole life growing up with them my dad is very much that hot rod uh muscle car drag racing person um but I've never really talked to this guy because I, I just felt like he wasn't going to understand what I do with cars. Uh, when he realized that that clearly was not going anywhere anymore, he tried to buy it from me. That the, that was the first contact we had ever made living next to basically next door. He's two houses over. Right. Drives a C4 Corvette as a daily. Love that thing. Uh, <laughs> and he, he always has like some hot rod project he's working on. And then his obnoxious Harley that I, I don't like. Right. But you know, um, but yeah, that that's exactly what it was. And then I've had, I mean, even listeners have offered to buy it from mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I think it's a pity purchase because they're trying to get money in my pocket. So I'll fix the Omni because that's kind of been like the, the long running theme in the podcast is how can we finally talk Adam into fixing the thing? Okay. But okay. so that's uh, your white whale, if you will. Yeah. yeah. So, so swap the motors into the, in or swap the motor into the S 10, uh, scrap the Cavalier. Okay. Um, the focus is also going to the scrapyard. 
Okay. Probably because it's probably not worth uh, saving or trying to sell to somebody else um, these days. Obviously, the Omni's never going anywhere, and right. I would prefer that the Blazer be a minivan. Okay. Okay. So that's that's my long or my shortest term goal. Um, <clears throat> I don't know that I'm going to swap the motor. I have I have the motor that's in the truck that has a good head on it. And I have another motor, another 2.2, uh, sitting in my garage that has a good block, but the head has been shaved enough that I can't put it, I can't do it again. Um, there's a story behind that. We don't need sure. to get into it. it we, we, we don't have enough time to get into the car parts no, you have. We, we barely don't. have enough time to get we into don't. the cars you own. So, so here's, my goal here's is the to rebuild that plan. motor and put the S10 back together. Here's okay. the fatal flaw of this plan is that uh-huh. you don't have a kid transportation backup, right? So says the guy that van, owned a Saab Turbo X, right? But my my dumb car has a back seat. It does. It does. I'm, I'm saying the Saab could yeah. not be your back. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's not a crew cab, right? So it, you're you're kind of when the blazer slash replacement minivan breaks down on top of a exit yeah. ramp again yeah happy there's happy's no, coming in the rv no to pick him up net. yeah I, I like to live my life very dangerously uh-huh what do your uh, wife and child like to live their lives dangerously as well uh, Actually, my kid might be the largest chicken on the planet. He's he's yeah. supremely cautious on anything he does, mm-hmm. uh, and I think my my wife is Stockholm syndromed into just letting me do my thing, right. which I'm sure Ian can relate to <laughs> at some yes, level. Yes, I can. <laughs> However, my my I have a kid who's very like uh, who's also cautious but also very interested in the rules and so if i tried to stick them if i tried to stick him in the front seat of any car he would be like this is not allowed and he would like refuse to get it i don't know if i should tell this story but i'm gonna do it anyway uh (laughs) earlier this year we had um the most insane windstorm ever roll through the midwest right right through where i live and uh it was so like chicago is a six hour drive east of me right and the same tree that knocked over 15 miles of power line and fiber that i spent uh months repairing and and fixing and the same storm that knocked over trees in my front yard also knocked a tree over on a friend's house in chicago like that's how insane that storm was and they had measured speeds of like 145 miles an hour straight line winds craziness right and so that week uh, my job, I, I basically like slept two or three hours at a time and was just like at work. Right. And for, a sh- for like a day or so of that, my wife ended up in the hospital with a kidney infection mm. and my son came to work with me. And so, <laughs> so I threw the baby seat in the front seat of my cab or the, his car seat in the front seat of my Cavalier. And we went to work. Yeah, yo, I mean, yo, you gotta yo. do what you gotta do, right? So, yeah, it it was fine. He enjoyed it. I'm he sure loved he it. He thought it was great. <laughs> so, 
it's fine. We're not much for rolls around here. It's fine. Okay. A lot of happen. <laughs> a lot happens out on the plains. Man. If you don't explain the rules to your kid, he can't use them against you. There you go. I know. It's really, it's really your own fault. I've been caught out by that so many times. You have no idea. <laughs> um, Ian, yeah. I think yes. This is a good transition. I think to an yes. FMK cars that I have okay. written for oh, no. you, Adam. Okay. Uh, FMK Cars, Dave, you want to... FMK explain? Cars is the game that we play on the show. This time we're playing with Adam. It's based on the classic game of Fuck, Mary Kill, but we don't play it with people. We play it with cars because we're not disgusting. Correct. I'm, I'm going to buy that I mean, We're disgusting, but for of... other reasons. I've okay. been playing this game by myself for years, every Friday morning. I'm very excited. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So this one is called, and you even get a long title. Excellent. <clears throat> They called him old Tenny Ten Tenth Tenerson the Tenth. <laughs> These are tenth generation cars oh. with a tenor twist. Okay. okay. Good premise. Tenth gen civics. There's a tenth Just gen. Just be patient. Yeah, calm down. I think of there, other cars Mr. that have made the tenth gen. That's a there, lot of gens. There yeah. are not many. Yeah. No, I can't imagine. There not. are not many. All right. So the first one, tenth generation Ford F one fifty. Ah, so this is gonna be like the, uh, like ninety. What is it? Ninety six to ninety or to two thousand four. Ninety seven to two thousand four. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. You can spec it any way you like, except it Ooh. may not be a lightning. Ah, he's already seen through my my. I, I knew exactly where you're. Yep. <laughs> you must load at the beginning of your trip and then unload at the end of your trip, 10 sheets of plywood in the back. Okay. okay. All right. So Which are like 53 bucks a sheet now. And yeah. you're going to load them in. And then when you get out, you got to unload them. Okay. Okay. Paul and some four by eights, man. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Next one. 10th generation civic. Okay. So this is going to be what years are this? This is like, this is the, this is the current one essentially okay 2016 yes. and up yes uh you're gonna get a sedan with the two liter and a manual you get a manual i'm gonna give you he's, the six he's refining he's, he's limiting me to the two liter which means i don't get the type r correct or the si or the si oh, yeah. son of a it's, it's not like there the aren't any mods for civics i mean come on <laughs> right <laughs> this one the the twist is a little unfortunate you must eat 10 peeps during every drive. It's, it's less unfortunate than you think. <laughs> ten, okay. All right. 10 marshmallow peeps. What about 10 Cadbury eggs? No, 10 marshmallow peeps. It's got to be peeps. Okay. Got to be peeps. I mean, I don't make the rules. I mean, it's <laughs> you, don't do you, just show up you, in a, you do though. You do. You just show up in the notepad. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't actually do anything. Okay. <laughs> I go over to Ian's house at night and type him into his unsaved notepad document. Yeah. All right. So the last one is a 10th generation Chevy Suburban. Ah, yeah, they would be that far, wouldn't they? Yeah. So this is like 2006 to 2013, 2007, yeah. 2014. Sorry. I'm going to oh, cheat on your behalf and let you have the 6.2 GMC Yukon XL. Okay. Because that's okay. It's the same thing as the, it's thing, the same thing. Yeah, you can't yeah, right. get the 6.2 in the Suburban. So I'm going to give you the, nope. the nice one, right? Here's the thing. Um, and, oh, and you can do any performance mod you want. Okay. 
Okay. You and Robbie must record an episode during every journey. Also, there are 10 loose parakeets in the car. <laughs> mm. Mm. So our audio quality is going to suffer. Gotcha. And you're probably going to get like, you know. <laughs> Gosh. Now, as as a, as a someone who's been having a podcast for over five years, right? Yeah. 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 We're just over that mark. Sometimes when you have to record a show, you know, right? It's different yep. than when you get to record a show. Yep. Right? What are you saying, Dave? <laughs> what are you telling me right now? I'm saying the In magic is always, gone. You can't I'm sure wait. it's always a pleasure. Gosh. You know, so you have to record a show. Dave, we have company. <laughs> Not in front of the guests. Like, do that through the teeth talk. <laughs> Not in front of my mother. <laughs> because Maybe when you talk, talk like this, this later. no one else can hear it. Ian's having flashbacks to last week when he was out with his child. Yeah. Put it down. Yeah. Stop rubbing Been that there. baby's head. And <laughs> there. Okay. All right. Okay. Um... I think this is easier than than it should be for me. So I'm killing the F-150 because okay. I just don't, I, um, despite it being the right generation of car for me, apparently, it's the wrong make. Okay. Uh, Are you mad that they were made in Missouri where I'm from? Come on, man. I, I mean, I feel like some of my GMs probably were too. Probably. Yeah. So. Pontiac uh, Grand Prix were, yeah. Nice. So I think I'm going to marry the Civic. Okay. I don't hate peeps. 10 peeps is a lot of peeps. Every yeah. time I drive I was say, my that car. That 170 ish is going to be more issues. <laughs> 70 ish ish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's fine. Ish squared. Um, yeah. I'll just, I'll, you know, I keep telling myself I'm going to start running again. I used to do that a lot. I keep telling myself I'm going to, maybe it's time to start. I have that. You know, maybe that'll be the push that I need. You know, okay. maybe that will help me. Okay. Can you Probably. outrun 10 peeps? I don't know if you can outrun 10 peeps. <laughs> Is it 10 peeps a day or 10 peeps a trip? A trip. Oof. I mean. So if you just go to work and back, that's 20 peeps. That's math. <laughs> what if, You're not what if you never get out of the car? <laughs> oh. Uh if I am closer to my house than I am to the shop, I just take my truck home. So sure. You know, like two or three days a week, I don't even drive my car. So it'll, it'll be fine. It'll be all right. Okay. Okay. I, I still like, there's, there's a lot of peep flavors to keep me interested. They all taste basically the same, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, I saw a cotton candy one recently, which I can't imagine tastes any different than sugar. Right. Which exactly. Is what a peep is, but uh -huh. Hey, I love that you're, you do you're you, not Pete. only have I never met anyone who is a Lambo Doran <laughs> evangelist, but I've also never met anyone who was like this enthusiastic about peeps. And I, I don't did hate not know them. this about I you. I don't hate them. Full I disclosure, them. I don't mind a slightly stale peep. I knew this about you, Dave, but you little, will like anything that is just sugar. <laughs> well, yeah, but it gets a little I, crunchy. If you, if oh, you posted... Crunchy. If you if you offered me a box of peeps or a bag of taffy, I think I'd probably take the peeps. So Ooh. I know it's an unpopular opinion here, but that's it's probably what I'd do. 
Oh, I so. forgot to record the episode, so I guess this one's lost. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. So okay, so I've you're crushing the F one fifty. Yes, yeah. and that means I'm I'm uh, I'm taking the Robbie and I are recording a show with a parakeet background, which will be extra great for my uh, listening masses because one of the longest running jokes in our show is birds aren't real. <laughs> okay. Have you heard the conspiracy theory? No. Are you aware of this? No. I I have heard uh, of it. It's the it, the government at some point in time, uh, sometime around the Kennedy administration, the Kennedy assassination, if you will, uh, had replaced all of the birds with robots with drones. Uh, Birdsaren'tReal.com. If you're uh-huh. really, uh, if you really want to ruin your search history, uh, you can buy shirts. I have more than one fan who has. Wow. <laughs> um, uh, my favorite line that these guys use is, uh, "You've never seen a baby pigeon." <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a second. Hang on. I have something for this. I have something. You, you for- know that th- there's a. Uh, my child watches a show where they explain why you've never seen a baby pigeon. <laughs> it's because they're government drones. And it's they're because watching they them. are uh, they, in the wild, doves and stuff, they're like cliff-dwelling birds. So okay. they, they hide their nests. So they're like up they're like t- always tucked in up under overpasses and stuff. Oh, geez. This doesn't, this, this is government planted just like Australia, Dave. This is not proof that <laughs> birds are real. Okay. Just like the world is flat and Australia is not a thing. <laughs> well, let's, let's watch the Eagle cam. Let's watch this government drone time lapse from today then. Yeah. yeah. I love the idea that there are robots that catch and devour fish yeah also robots that shit (laughs) (laughs) well they have to maintain a level of realism i mean or else we might see through their their dastardly plans (laughs) that's that's how we'll see we'll sell it right (laughs) watkins if you finish that shitting module yet for the drone (laughs) oh we're all over it sir (laughs) But, okay, so I, I, I'm about to ask a question about a uh, conspiracy theory, which I know is foolhardy, but like honestly, yeah. I just want to I want to preface whatever question you're asking with. I don't believe these things. There we go. There we go. Thank you. I assumed not. I mean, okay, okay, but We're on the same page then. Continue. What having having I'm assuming researched it a little bit at least. What is the why? Why why would birds not be real? Like why would the government go through the trouble of replacing all of the birds with robots? What is the what's the plan? So so you're asking me to bring up a memory from uh, a show that was many moons ago, but we did like cover this at some point. We actually oh, okay. uh, we went in deep, you, huh? You think you guys go on tangents. Um, <laughs> We we were on their website and if I remember correctly, they 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 were the the FBI or the CIA or whatever was was uh, hatched this plan. To hatched. They hatched it. <laughs> they hatched it. <laughs> they they, they hatched did. It. The flat Earth ensu- enthusiasts came from around the hey, globe. <laughs> I I am a dad. What do you want from me? Um, oh my god! <laughs> I they, saw the picture. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's, dude. 
And so uh, they were they were going to use these to spy on Americans, right? Because that's what the government does, especially when you're a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. They spy on years later, yeah. Steve Jobs no, invites no, no, no. and they're like, son of a bitch. Yeah. So um, that's my favorite hole in many, many conspiracy theories about the government watching us. Right. Uh, but um, gosh, so the the FBI or the CRA or whoever it was presented this to Kennedy and he was not for it. <laughs> you know where this is going. So, so they, they all him. My God. They, they shut him down <laughs> because I don't even remember who was after him. Whoever came after him was Eisenhower pro, was pro birds aren't real. Right. And so they needed to get him out of the way so they could turn and the the I guess the story is that they slowly did it uh, like in waves. They would capture birds and release a drone one like a one to one ratio. <laughs> uh uh-huh. uh-huh. And so birds aren't real. I love the I love this plan. I love this plan yeah. for so many reasons. Because first of all, just the amount of resources it would take well, so, to do something like this is just unbelievable but then the the amount of thought they've put into the bird like so that's why they sit on power lines they're recharging oh right the i also (laughs) love the idea that my favorite part about this is that the the cannot be it's a surveillance technology that really can't be defeated because they're ubiquitous the only way you can you can escape this huge dragnet of surveillance is to go inside (laughs) (laughs) That is unless you have 10 parakeets flying around you while you're trying to record a podcast. I mean, I I do like how this definitely couldn't be debunked by anyone with a 12 gauge (laughs) and a little bit of free time. Just that good a drone. That drone is delicious. I had Peking drone the other night. It was so good. That's why chickens are raised in farms. You know, you don't, they don't make free range chickens. I'm just saying they're all, you know, factory farms. Oh, oh boy. Freaks Amazing. of nature too. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. This has been, this has been an education. The, this is, this has been a, a great place to uh, find an off ramp. <laughs> I think so. Um, well, let's, 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 wrap up with with a bird that is all too real uh and dave if you look in the dave don't look folder oh geez look oh. at that transition what mastery wow what mastery. Ian, the segue king look at that okay all right so adam i like you- that adam it took you like a minute to be <laughs> I'm, I'm with you though. I'm yeah. following. Adam, so you we went from birds that aren't real to a bird that is just all too real. Oh, I, I, brought, wow. I brought along a car stanza because it's one of my favorite things. Yeah, car stanzas uh, uh-huh. in in existence uh, is yeah. people doing these silly, stupid things. Right. Um, so so really, I came. Go, go ahead, ahead. Go ahead. You go. Okay. Ahead. So I came across this. It's a Ford Escort. Uh, Maroon. Who knows what? Yeah. It's ZX2. Yes, it is the ZX2. You're, or as wow. I like to say, the, the ZX Deuce. Uh, no, it's the Zux 2. No, I like that. I like ZX Deuce. That's it good. Sound more real. Any like, car name with Deuce uh, in it is good. Yeah. Anytime I see a Sportage, it's it's Sportage. So yeah, thank there you, you go. for that one. Uh-huh. 
that's it's still a thing in my head. Unfortunately. <laughs> I hope that we ruined that for a lot of people. It turns out Ian's not real either. He's a government <laughs> drone designed to implant insane thoughts into your head. We have a joke about a listener for that too, but it doesn't need to be. It's fine. Uh, we have an FBI handler on the show. It's fine. <laughs> but uh so someone someone has this escort and they put the the to me very precious i'm a huge pontiac uh fan it's pontiac is in my blood it's in my dna uh they put the pontiac fire chicken on this ford escort there is no greater uh like sin that you could do than to mix these two things would would you consider the the kia with the bmw grill that i saw that haunted that literally haunted my dreams that night well less than this because i've never seen it with my own eyes yes absolutely for me personally i think this is my this is my kia okay okay for sure okay um because it's serious. i sent it to my dad who is truly the biggest like uh when the day that GM killed Pontiac was the day that GM no longer existed to my dad. Okay. Okay. Like now my mom is in a Mercury or in a Lincoln. Excuse me. My okay. mom's in a Lincoln now. Uh, he still does drive GM pickups because he likes them better than Ford's. But um, yeah, it was, it was a big deal in my family. It was a huge tragic loss. Okay. Uh, tears were shed. I'm, I'm certain of it. A so, line uh, was crossed. Yeah. <laughs> that they can't come back from so uh this it's i mean it's not it's not as atrocious as it could be because it's not that big i like that they were working with a budget so they got like (laughs) or like i mean it's not even as big as it is on pontiacs right it's not like it's like maybe a foot and a half by a foot and a half yeah it's not like this guy works at a body shop right? and they had a firebird come in and they ended up with an extra hood decal and they were like, this would be funny, right? Let's put this <laughs> on my beater escort. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. No. So this person like bought this with uh-huh. the expressed purpose of putting that on their car. Right. Which makes no sense to me. I, yeah. I endorse this full. full no, no, no. I, I think <laughs> this is amazing because here's the difference between the, the Kia BMW they're trying to fool people. Like yeah, that person yeah. legitimately thinks yeah. they're trying to fool someone into thinking they have a better car than they do. Right. This, that's up badgering. Yes. This is trolling. This is just yes. straight up for the lulls trolling. I think it's. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. But it's, it's upsetting me. It crosses a line for me personally. I, uh, I, if it was like, you know, if it was, uh, if it was, I mean, I can't even think of anything that's comparable, but not Pontiac, but that would be less egregious to me then for sure. It's like if I like swapped Volvo badges onto my Saab Vigan, right? It's like, yeah, I can see that. Right. It's just kind of trolly, like Swedish car for Swedish car. Right. Right. I I think it's pretty funny. And I do like that. It's sensible trolling because they're like, I'm going to spend $18 on this. I'm not spending 35, right? <laughs> we're not we're going single color. We're going smaller decal, right? I mean, come on, I'm not I a just, fucking maniac. I just don't like why spend any money? They should be getting a new set of headlights with all that humidity in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not wrong there. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, but, th- uh, these I just, cars are these cars are awful. So I feel like any sort of yeah. anything you put on it is probably an improvement. But. Yeah. I, a friend of mine had one of these in high school, and we had it airborne more than once. My yeah. sister had one, and she also had it airborne many times. Really? She probably did. But did she do it on purpose? Oh yeah, uh, train tracks. Oh okay. yeah. Oh okay, that's fair. Yeah. Your sister sounds like fun. That would be great. Yeah, she's a riot. Yeah. Not very many girls I know would would purposely launch a car into the air. That's fantastic. Yeah, poor decision making is uh, congenital. <laughs> it, it runs deep in the family. I like it. I like nice. it very much. Nice. Well uh, done. Well, well th- thank you for capturing this. Yeah, congenital uh, bad decision making has been sort of a theme tonight. Uh, yeah, I hope I hope that I am able to pass this on to my my youth. Yes, so I'm sure he's my, already affected. <clears throat> his his grandfather was kind of hoping for the sports kid because he didn't get that mm-hmm. right. Sure. Uh, her her dad, not mine. Mine's proud of not having that, but. Uh, I was like, Katie's like, you know, he might like, you know, we can't write that off. I'm like, yeah, we can. And I was like, he he doesn't know what a football is, but he can identify a Corvette. What do you want from me? You know? Yeah. Yeah. We have a similar situation over here. Yeah. Well, a- Adam, where can the good folks find you? Where can they uh, find 10 tens? We're 10 tens podcast everywhere. Um, any listening app that you can download. We're on YouTube. Uh, Ten Tens Podcasts on Instagram is our probably our most active spot. Uh, we have a hugely popular group on Facebook, the Ten Tens Consortium. Ah, nice. Uh, so for a while there, Facebook was really pushing groups, right? Mm-hmm. And so we we opened a group, and and for some reason, uh, all the insane people that listen to my show thought that sounded like a great idea, and we're pushing like five hundred people in the group. It's oh, kind of silly. Nice. Uh, it's hugely active, and um, anybody who wants to join it is more than welcome to. Uh, it's mostly just people trolling me and sending me things they think I should buy. Uh, but yeah, it's always a good time. You can find us there. That's mostly where we're active on Facebook, not on the page itself, because huh. Facebook doesn't want to give you any reach these days. Yep. I am going to join your group. Please do. Please, Please do. I, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. It is approval only because we didn't want like just weird random bots in there. Yeah, so. you don't want any birds right. joining. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we got we to gotta keep an eye on those things, you know. <laughs> so okay all right all right well we'll, we'll hopefully someday again we will eat barbecue again together because that's the last time we were in the same physical space when we were on our way to wisconsin to road america so there is a picture of me in your sienna if i remember correctly it was a nissan quest yeah oh it was a quest yeah well then i've been doing that wrong the whole time it's fine uh smiling ear to ear and enjoying myself uh, because for a long time there was a huge witch hunt uh, for proving that at some point I had said I would never ever ever drive a minivan oh gotcha uh, which was proven not to be real and a fan doctored audio to to try and prove that it was (laughs) because that's the kind of people that listen to my show Um, but that picture has been used against me many 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 times well, we can so. be a part of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably the least negative circumstance that could come out of meeting us in person. 
<laughs> yeah. 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 So. All well, right. Well, thank you, Adam, so, so much for coming on tonight. Um, this has been a long time coming, as we said. Um, way too long. So hopefully, hopefully we can, we can return the favor and, uh, you know, maybe we can come on and ruin your show for a little while. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Dave, if people enjoyed this, what should they do? Yeah, they should definitely go to birds. Aren't real. No, No. Um, (laughs) they should definitely go to apexadjacent.com. They should follow us on Twitter and Instagram and please subscribe and leave us an iTunes review. I just checked. I haven't seen any new ones for a while. Give us a review. Yeah. I'm so jealous of your one star review. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. we have one, but he didn't leave any words of wisdom. And mm-hmm. I am endlessly jealous. Yeah. We I, have one blank one star review. And then this guy that called us uh, woke snowflakes. Yeah. I, yeah. Woke I, flakes. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I read it on my phone while I was laying in bed and I, I gasped <laughs> with joy and woke up my wife because I was so excited. Yep. We made fun of Alex Jones one day and somebody did leave a terrible review and said he would never listen to the show again, but he left a three star rating. So <laughs> he's like, Win. fuck these guys, but the audio quality is good. <laughs> so. Well, you, you probably united on the birds aren't real thing. So, you know, yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Right. Good night, everybody. Thank you. We love you. Goodbye.